0: Coming to show the Australian people how the game is really played.
1: For the first time on Australian Survivor, they will be playing with a member of their own family.
0: Playing Survivor with your spouse is a very dangerous idea. But the good thing is, if one of us wins, we both win. Have brothers playing in the game. We've got this bond that's unbreakable. I love my sister so much, but out here, you're going to have to take out your loved one at some stage.
1: If she gets voted out, it's going to rip my heart in two. Australia's going to set the big man crash. Survivor has always been an individual game. But this season, it's all about chance.
0: a secret weapon my baby girl nina y'all better look out because i taught her well
1: will blood prove
0: to be thicker than water or will the deepest bonds be broken
1: what's up everybody and welcome to the survivor now podcast uh, and we are talking Survivor Australia, Blood versus Water, and it has been a busy week. So if you are missing out on some of the content on Instagram and our Twitter about U.S. Survivor, be patient. It will be back. We have just been super busy this week with the finale of Blood versus Water. So much going on. Uh, I'll just get it out of the way because we've got so much to talk about. Go hit us up on those socials that I mentioned to you there at Survivor Now podcast on Instagram at Survivor Now pod on Twitter. Also, the polls have opened up for Survivor Australia, blood versus water, the Torchies. We did this last year with season 41, where we hand out awards to some of the best moments, some of the best players of the season. So go to the link on our Instagram page and you can go vote for the Survivor Torchies. But without further ado... I am joined by Abraham,
0: as always. Abraham, how, how are you doing the night, man? Hey, all I can say, man, was a great season for Australia. Great survival contestants, man. It, I mean, it had a lot of fire. <laughs> it it, it was, was so good. It was nothing that was anticipated the way it ended. So, great season for Australia. Uh, hey, hey, it wrapped up like I, I didn't see how it was going to wrap up, but I, I'm excited the way it did wrap up. Well, I I also got the
1: chance to interview. uh, It's going to be something we do moving forward. So I was honored to get the opportunity to interview the final four castaways, which we'll get to them a little bit later. But that was Josh, Chrissy, Mark, and Shay. All those are available on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, and on our YouTube channel as well. It was really fun. They were all amazing people. So, had so much fun talking with them. And next season of Survivor Australia, I will be doing exit interviews with every castaway as they leave the show. So it's it's a blessing, Abraham. Every single day, it's a blessing to be able to kind of get in with this Survivor
0: family. Well, congratulations, Australia Thank needs you. you. And you're still doing Survivor. So that's the best thing right there.
1: Busier means better, right? In the long run. The busy you are, the better it is. <laughs> hey, look.
0: Yes. That's what I
1: mean. <laughs> Well, let's get into, uh, we got to start talking where, with where we left off. And that was the final five. Um, so you had those four that I mentioned, plus KJ, spoiler there. Uh, we start off the episode, Chrissy is shocked that she's in the top five. She's like, never thought I would have been here in a million years. And uh, Chrissy, I think we all can agree. We didn't think you'd be there either, <laughs> but you were honored to watch. Uh, Mark is laughing that he had the second idol, um, but didn't need the play. It was kind of a mixture of laughing and he still felt super bad, but bad that he didn't use it for Sam. He's still trying to overcome that. But, and at the same time, If he just held on to it, Abraham, he would have had it for this this, um, tribal council.
0: And I I think it was just a a level of comfort where you didn't have to do anything but just let the other four figure it out. And he missed that. He missed an opportunity. But you never know. He could have not played it. Got voted out. He played it. Now he's a part of the chopping block. Now we get down to the last five. So all alliances have to be tested. All relationships are going to be on the line. You just don't know who's going to make you the sacrifice for their game so they can get a little further. So they get to number four, get to number three. So it's it's Mark up until now has played a very strategic game that puts him in the best position, but it also puts him into the crosshairs because doing the challenges, he's a beast. Uh, Josh is his physical challenge for him as well as Shay, So he has some competition in there going there. So these last five. Did not disappoint.
1: Well, let's talk about really quickly those final five and what they were looking like in terms of their gameplay before we get to the challenge here. And that's Shay is still playing off on the bottom. She has been on the bottom the entire season. <clears throat> Excuse me. Really doesn't have any allies. KJ knows it's time to start playing. She's like, I got to make a move. She realizes that. She's like, if I'm going to win here, I got to make another move. As does Chrissy. Chrissy says, look, I don't know if I've done enough to win the game. I need to make a move. Um, KJ and Chrissy are talking about taking out one of the boys, which would be one of the, the, the smart thing to do here. Um, Josh and Mark still feel in a good position, but they want to keep each other around one more vote to use each other as shields. So Abraham, before we get into the immunity challenge, what we, Going into this episode, looking at the final five, who did you believe was in trouble? Who do you believe was in the most danger?
0: Well, if you break it down say, okay, what's my options? And I thought, okay, the women have seen how the voting pattern has gone. Chrissy, you're sitting there hoping that these two guys are going to take you to the final three.
1: Which they didn't know this at the time. They still thought it was the final two.
0: Unknown to them. So you're like, okay. You have three females that you can say, "Okay, you know what? I can side with Shay, KJ, and we can start voting the guys out." Or you can say, "Hey, I'm going to vote with my alliance, which she's been voting with the whole time, no matter if she knew they had the immunity idol. (laughs) Even when she found out, it was a it was a true." And Mark had another immunity idol. She has she has stuck with her alliance. But here's the thing: Chrissy has no resume. So if I have no resume, I need to put somebody sitting next to me that has an equal or no resume. So I'm looking at gunning for one of the guys. Get them out of there. You have Both to.
1: That, that's the thing. It, that's where my mind was the entire time. You have to go after one of the guys. And mm-hmm. I don't know why the two guys aren't going after the other guy. Like I understand the whole shield thing, but you're coming down to the final five. Even if it comes down to a final two, you're running out of options here. And you're keeping the other guy around far too long in the game, is what I, I believed.
0: And you saying, okay, who do I have to backstab? <laughs> so eventually somebody's going to get a knife in the back. No matter how strong your alliance is, at the end of the day, there's only one winner a survivor. So somebody has to be backstabbed.
1: Well, you need to tell more survivor castaways that, Abraham, that there's only one winner. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, we're, we're both going to go to the end. I'll take you to the end they're going to have to turn on you. Eventually there's only one winner in survivor. This whole, I promise you, Oh, I got to plug in my computer. (laughs) There it is. Sorry about that. There we go. We're good to go. (laughs) I thought I plugged it in already. And then it's like, Oh, it's about to die. And I'm like, uh Oh, (laughs) I'm leaving that in too. That's, that's the fun of doing a podcast like this. Um, Anyways, so let's get to that first immunity challenge. And that is the ball race kind of a twist on what we've seen in the U S version of the show. And that is you have this kind of maze and you have to draw, drop one ball into the maze, make sure you catch it at the end of it. And over time you have to drop more and more, more balls into the maze until there are five balls going simultaneously uh, in that maze. So it it was a cool challenge, Abraham. This is another challenge that I liked. Um, I noticed right at the start of this challenge, Chrissy was working with Josh again. Like, she was like, let me me get on the same path as you. Um, (laughs) I mean, and Mark still didn't care, but we noticed this, that they were working together. (laughs) It didn't work out in the end because... The timing was way off for the both of them, and they both got out. And then we see a huge mistake by Mark where he just missed the ball and dropped it and was out of the challenge. So, big mistake by Mark. But Shay, the said challenge beast that we keep sleeping on, Abraham, won again here. She's she's really turned into the challenge beast.
0: So, Shay, going into the challenge already knew that she was going to chop and block.
1: Yeah, And everybody, yep.
0: everybody felt comfortable with that. Hey, you lose, Shay, you're on the shopping block. But Chrissy and KJ never was like, okay, well, it doesn't make a difference. We're already gonna vote one of the guys out. So Shea was going regardless. So she knew that she had to win. One, I love the challenge because it it, it evens the playing field. It don't make it don't different if you shade size or you mark size. It's about getting up those steps and catching the ball. And I knew start, it.
1: Instantly seeing that challenge, I'm like, this is going to suck going up and down those stairs. No,
0: it's timing, it's about timing the ball and everything else. And Mark just happened to put two balls too close where he couldn't get back. Mm -hmm. And Shay just stayed really calm because she knew she had to go. Now, here's what happens Shay wins. I'm with Shay. I knew Shay was going to do it. (laughs) Now, who do you vote out? That's the dilemma. Now we got to say well, somebody got stabbed in the back. Well, we know who has been voted out before, and all of them have been to purgatory. Everybody well, it, from purgatory is getting
1: voted out. Well, it comes down because Shay won immunity. It really comes down here, and I wrote this the the very next thing in my notes. It comes down to who does Chrissy go with, and you mentioned this earlier. Does she go with the girls and Shay and KJ? And they're really pitching, look, we have to get the guys out. If we don't get one of the guys out, they're going to win. We won't even stand a chance. And Or does she stick with her, her besties and Josh and Mark and move forward in the game that way? Because she's been playing this honest and this loyal game throughout. Abraham, I'll ask you, what was the right decision for Chrissy here? And we'll get to what played out in tribal council. Uh, but do you believe the easy decision here is going with the girls?
0: So if she wants to win or have even have a shot at winning Survivor, she cannot sit next to Josh or Mark,
1: period. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because they have a long resume throughout day 45, which they're on right now, that Chrissy does not stand a chance. Now, if you just want to be a part of the winning circle, by all means, vote with Josh because <laughs> you're not going to win. And that's how Survivor is set up. You're looking at what you've done in the game to get you <laughs> to the final spots and Chrissy has just basically gone along well on the other hand we have Shay Shay has competed she has dominated she's shown that in this challenge here and guess what she has a resume she went to purgatory and she's been fighting from the bottom the entire season KJ same I'm going to put you almost in with Chrissy but I'm going to say that you did change the game when you got opportunity to send somebody else from voting, and that's how y'all voted out Josh's loved one. So, that was
1: her one big move is when was she did her, that,
0: yeah. That was one big move more than Chrissy has. So, you think, so out of, you think
1: out of the three girls that Chrissy had the least chance of winning the game? Before we even get to the final trial, we want to oh, talk yeah. about what ended up happening.
0: The, she I mean, had she the, the, the worst resume. Yeah, she doesn't have anything to pull on. She doesn't have anything to tell the jury that she did – to get her to that final group. What if she can say? Well, I had crop Okay, well, I stayed loyal. I didn't write people's names down. Well, that doesn't get you to the final group. You were shielded by Josh and shielded by Mark, who basically said, hey, you stick with us, we'll take you along. Well, that's not a resume.
1: <laughs> that's I a mean, and some people that's play a like
0: a resume, but you got to have something that you can point to that says, I did that. You don't necessarily have to have a full resume of things you did but you got to have something and right now Chrissy doesn't have anything.
1: Well, let's get to tribal council because the guys are yeah, the guys are sticking together, which is crazy. Josh and Mark are still working together even though the other one is the biggest obstacle standing in their way. Um and Chrissy actually does flip here. But KJ <laughs> got mad because she was talking to mark about voting josh and mark was like yeah i just don't think i'm gonna do that so she got angry with mark and so instead of voting josh which was the original plan which is where shay and chrissy eventually ended up voting she throws a vote on mark so we're at the final five and the vote ends in a two two tie with two votes josh two votes. KJ and then that that vote that we said KJ threw on Mark and Chrissy Abraham I love this she was irate she was super furious you can see it instantly and she even said when she went back up to revote she went you shouldn't have changed your vote see I told you someone always flips they always flip Abraham that was it That was a big Uh move, and KJ messed herself up because she put that move together and changed last minute to Mark.
0: Here's the thing. You're down to the last five. Either who you're going to go with is going to go with you or they're not. You can't change because here, these are the last five. You're you're fighting for sole survivor. So if you get a plan and you think it might work, you go with that plan. Again, it should have been Mark and Josh, the only two they could have voted for.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: KJ should have never been in there. You know that Shay is voting for Josh, period. <laughs> <laughs> she has voted for Josh the entire season. I
1: think, I think she's pretty much said that, too. I think she was like, she did. When they were talking to her, she's like, I'm voting Josh.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm voting Josh. So you already know she's voting Josh. KJ, you can vote Josh. Who did Mark vote for?
1: Mark voted for KJ. So it was Mark. it was Mark and Josh who voted KJ. It was Shay and Chrissy who voted Josh. And then KJ, the original she plan was Josh, vote. but she got mad at Mark because he wouldn't vote Josh and threw a vote on him instead.
0: She should have threw a vote on Josh and Josh would have been gone.
1: Exactly. And, and that's why Chrissy him. was so mad. That's why Chrissy was so mad because she was told vote Josh, which she did, and it just didn't work out because KJ swapped her vote. So when they went back to revote, Chrissy was like, Okay, enough of this. I should have just stuck with the guys because the girls can't figure it out.
0: Well, I think that was a mistake on Chrissy's part because you're trying to win survival. Yeah. Josh needed to go or Mark needed to go, not KJ. But instead, you got mad and played an emotional side of your game and you voted out KJ, which would have been a lot easier person to sit next to with an opportunity to win. Well, that's something we've seen.
1: That's something we've seen all season from Chrissy. Is she's played? She's been known to play with her heart. That's how she played pretty much the entire season.
0: And I, and, and give everybody a hug. I, everybody plays about, <laughs> and I'm I'm. Hey, look, Mama Chrissy, I would give you a hug, and but I can't let you win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, KJ goes home here. Uh, very underrated game from KJ. Although at the same time, yes, yeah, she could have done more. But I didn't feel like she ever got that opportunity in the game. She. Kind of felt like she was always playing from the bottom as well, Abraham.
0: Yeah, because her name was always voted for. She was always a vote. When her sister came over to her tribe, oh, we're gonna put a vote on her, and we're gonna put it on her sister. It wasn't like we're gonna put a vote on somebody else. So she's, but she went to purgatory. She won her way self, uh, won back into the game, and she lasted longer than I thought she was gonna last because she was always a target. Mm -hmm. If they couldn't find anybody else to vote for, they voted for KJ. And, unfortunately, we see KJ go out at number five.
1: Could you see KJ coming back into the game Uh, again someday, like playing again? Oh, I don't know. KJ? You don't know if she did enough?
0: I'm going to say 50-50. I'm
1: going to let you talk
0: to her and find out for us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
1: very excited to chat with her. Uh, But let's get to the actual finale now, now that we got past uh, kind of the pre-finale, as I like to call it. Um, So we are on day 46. Jonathan lets everyone know at that tribal council that for the first time ever in Australian Survivor, we are going to do a final three, which I'm a big fan of. (laughs) I'm a big fan of. I think I think the final three is the proper number. I know we talked a little bit about that, Abraham. You think final three is the right number?
0: I like the final three because you get an opportunity to have a diverse group of possible winners. Mm -hmm. But then it also makes it even more challenging to select who you want to go with you to be on that final three. Mm -hmm. So when we get to the end of this one, we're going to see where, oh, man, who who do you want? You got four left. Who do you want to pick? And you go in and said final immunity challenge. But before, I want to give a shout out to KJ for wearing that Austin, Texas T-shirt. I'm out here in San Antonio, Texas. So, hey, I feel you. If you need a T-shirt from yes. Austin, let me know. I'll get
1: you one. We need to find out why she was wearing that shirt.
0: I don't know because I'm like, why? But, hey,
1: they represent <laughs>
0: Austin, so I'm good.
1: Um, so we start off in this finale episode. We get intros, which I love this, for every single player remaining in the game. And they told us why they were there, why they deserved to win, why they felt like they were still in the game and everything. And I said this, Australian Survivor is so much more cinematic than US Survivor. Is.
0: They, you, they, they have you feeling all warm and fuzzy about yourself. Yeah,
1: you, you can tell that they were telling them, okay, stand in a straight line here. Okay, Shay, now you start walking and everyone go in a single foul line. They kept stopping along the path and like looking very like movie-like, you know, like staring off into the distance and stuff like this.
0: They used to do that at the same the same spot in US Survivor. They would yep. walk and they would see all the players that left, and they would tell the story the about the them, passage. showcase yeah. them. Yeah, and but we haven't seen that in the recent, you know, I don't know why they took it away, but I thought it was pretty cool because you kind of bring back all those players to let people say, hey, these people also competed on Survivor.
1: Oh, I love that. That's one of my favorite parts about the game that they've taken away. Like, I'm not happy they took it away. But, like, I want them to bring the auction back. I really want them to bring the rights of passage back. Because, like you said, that was a really cool moment where they went through, acknowledged everyone they played the game with, and they can kind of share memories about those players and what they miss about them.
0: Yeah, I like the, I like the way the Australian uh, actual auction went. Yeah. Uh, the U.S., I like it too, but I like the way, you know, because KJ, that's where she got her, she got her challenge. She got her twist at. And she got that immunity thing that she could throw in there on them. So it was pretty cool.
1: And they hid it away. They hid it away. They had no one like bid on an an advantage.
0: Yeah. It's not something like US where we knew something was going to be an advantage. And it was like, oh, you can, you can bid on it. No, whatever you bid on, you get If you don't get it, you don't get anything, which is pretty (laughs) cool. I enjoyed that. Um, But I do like, you're right. The cinematography of how they captured each one of the last final four. Um, and and, And to tell you the truth, it gets even more emotional and better as we go down the road to say who's going to be the sole survivor for Australia. I got to give them credit. I don't know if I'm going to be out in the woods that long. We'll talk about it on the end to see everybody do that part. But I'm like, <laughs> That's good. Well, we get, we go straight
1: from that Abraham to the last immunity challenge of the season. And before we get into what the challenge actually is, they get phone calls from home in another beautiful moment where it just kind of reminds them, this is what you're playing for. And that was really cool to see.
0: The one, the one person I was, I was really glad was Shay because she gave her letters up for the remainder, the tribe that was there so they could read their letters from home. And she got an opportunity to talk to somebody from home. Now this is a little different. I've never seen that before on how do you allow somebody to, have that phone interaction i guess we all sign ndas when we do our stuff so i guess you can only do it with somebody that signs the nda yeah, yeah. Uh, i was like i got a lot of communication with the outside world all so right. they're a little different from us but i enjoyed the moment um very touching and just the way they kind of put it all together you know everybody was gonna pick up yeah nobody could not be at home so they that that lets you know everybody was there but Josh. it was a great Josh yeah. got
1: to talk to his fiance. Chrissy got to talk to her kids.
0: Which was great because now, and like Chrissy's going to eventually say, it recenters you on why you're there to get you through those last couple of days.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and then right after that, we have to get into this tough challenge. And that is, I mean, we've seen this all season long with Survivor Australia and physical challenges. This one, you're literally just, kind of hanging over a body of water. Did you like this final challenge? Because let me just say, Abraham, it got a lot of hate online. Really? It, it got a lot of hate mainly because <laughs> mainly because Shay was so good at it. A lot of people were mad. They thought they should have evened it out to where it was fair for everyone. A lot of people said it was too built for Shay to win. First of all, this is, is the vibe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, did you say that about the, all the ones that Josh won or – the challenge that mark won i mean you really can't say that they had an unfair challenge when other people have the have won challenges so they don't, at the end of the day, you can't they make don't, it even. yeah they don't build it
1: just for Shay, right and yeah. i think that's what a lot of people are getting confused about they don't a couple days before this challenge say this is the challenge we're going to do they have these challenges already planned out preseason. they know exactly what they're doing so it's not like well, we want Shay to win the immunity challenge. So we're going to make this the challenge because Shay's going to be really good at
0: it. Now, look, if Shay had gotten voted out because she didn't win immunity the last uh, time for immunity, guess what? KJ would have been up there and Shay would have been gone. Now, is it even because KJ is taller? Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's a disadvantage. Shay is actually shorter. And here's the thing. It wasn't like you had to stay leaning over the body of water. They were taking their arms off and putting it back. But here's the thing: you gotta play. You got this is Survivor. This is outwit, outlast, outplay. So Shay has a body structure from yoga that probably <laughs> helped her way better than it did Mark, who was bigger. Yoga and ballet. Bigger. Josh went out quick, and I thought he was Josh, but his muscles fatigued. Yeah.
1: Well, that was yeah. the, that was the big thing in the interview. Uh, we see Chrissy during the challenge looked at the guys and said, Shay is Shay's going to be impossible to beat here. We see uh, Chrissy drops and then Mark drops and it came down to Josh and Shay and Shay, you know, Jonathan is talking. No, it, to was, Shay. it was Mark. It was Mark and Shay. Oh, Josh, Mark and Shay. Sorry. Josh dropped. I was
0: shocked when he dropped, but
1: that's right. It, that's right.
0: It's a hard challenge because your muscles start to tighten up, but you, you got a chance to move your arms. I mean, I was like, I thought they just have to lean over there, but they're leaning back. They're trying to stretch out the muscles. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a good challenge because you can't script the challenge. Whoever makes it through, makes it through. That's no different than the one Shay just won when the balls are rolling. She yeah. didn't have an advantage. She yeah. got shorter legs. So she still had to go up the same steps to get there. So, <laughs>
1: Jonathan, Jonathan tried saying something to Shay, and she was just in the zone, wanted no part of it. And uh, in the interview, Josh told me that you know he was done. He knew Shay was going for another hour, so he just bowed out. And and Shay felt confident. I'll say that in the interview I had with Shay, she said she definitely could have went up up there for another hour, hour and a half.
0: Now that gives Shay back to back wins, which she she needed in order to be able, yeah. Stay around and make it to the final three. But again, we got somebody new on the chopping block because Shay was back on the chopping block. So Shay was never a part of the alliance. She was never a part of the alliance with Mark, Chrissy, Josh. They've always stuck together. I've only seen it in the US where people merged together and they stayed together throughout the entire end. That was with Coach. But other than that, I applaud them for having an alliance and staying together. Now, who backstabs who because Shay is not on the chopping block. So one of those 3 got to go.
1: Shay cannot be voted out. We get back to camp and right away the boys, Josh and Mark walk off and Chrissy's like surely they are not going to just leave us girls here alone, right? Well they do. They go off and walk and the plan that they were pitching to each other was hey, let's <laughs> vote for let's vote for Chrissy but let's make them think that we're voting for each other because why don't we just go to the end and may the best man win. And I'm over here kind of like, okay, is that really what you're going to do? And the girls are talking about the girls are going to throw their votes on Josh, which I thought was interesting. The girls thought Josh was a bigger threat than Mark.
0: Well, I mean, you look at it, the way Mark played his game, which was great. It always looked like Josh was up to something to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have the we have the capability of looking at the editing and be like, oh, Mark was the one who did that. But at the end of the day, you knew that one of them had to eliminate the other one. So that person wouldn't sit next to him because that's the only person that could beat him. If we look at the four that's remaining, Shay has to me has an excellent resume. Josh and Mark, those three right there. One of those two cancel each other's out. So Mark and Josh can't sit next to each other because you're going to split the votes.
1: No, I agree. And here's where it gets. I thought Mark was actually going to go along with Josh's plan. We see Chrissy talk to Mark and say, look, you got to turn on him eventually. Um, And I, I didn't think that Chrissy was going to vote Josh because they've stuck together the entire game. And when we get, (laughs) when we get to tribal council, Josh ended up being the fool here. I, I'm sorry, Josh. I have to say it. Uh, you ended up being the fool here just because Mark made that first move. Mark made the move to vote out Josh, and that's, that's really what ended his game.
0: You, you should have went back and listened to the Joker. He said, hey, y'all got to get rid of Mark. Because here is the thing about it is, you knew somebody had to go based off of who you wanted to sit next to you in the final three. So Josh should have known Mark had to go and Mark knew Josh had to go. Now, who do you, you know, Hey, look, Shay's voting for Josh. (laughs) That's no question. We already know who Shay's voting for. Now we get an extra vote in there. Okay. Well, we got Mark voting for Josh. Okay. Well, we got, we got, we need one more vote to seal the deal. Chrissy.
1: Uh, Chris, did you think Chrissy was going to turn on Josh though? Did you see that coming or did it kind of shock you?
0: Chrissy had already made up in her mind that she had to make a move in order to be able to sit on there and even compete for the, the win. And that was her big move at the end. Listen, listen, I want to get out a big player. But I'm going to have to put that into my category, too little, too late. <laughs> too
1: little, too late. That move wasn't enough to get Chrissy the win.
0: No, because it's, it's – you basically, what they're going to say is you rode the coattails of those two to get there. What, what else did you do in order to be able to say that you're better than a Mark or better than a Josh or better than Shay? Right now, Chrissy is the final four, and she's number four, which is, hey, I applaud her. She got there, you know, and it's great to get there be a part of that and have an opportunity to win, but she just doesn't have anything to win on. So.
1: Well, I just have to say about, we do say bye to Josh here. Josh played an <clears throat> incredible game. game, <laughs> Josh. I think uh, he was very disappointed with the edit that he got Abraham, and I think I agree with that. We didn't see a lot of him pre-game, um, and we saw him a lot after the merge. But still, towards the end, we didn't see. I mean, it was a very fast exit. I thought for Josh, I was like, man, he just he left really quickly there. Uh, but I thought it was I thought it was a really great game. I thought he was one of the the strongest players, and I would love to see him come back and play again.
0: You know what? When you get down to them last numbers, you really don't have anything good to say about the group behind you. So you're not lying to them. You're like, you know what? I don't, I'm just leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't have anything nice to say. He thought his plan was going to work, and he was just stood there. He was just perplexed that oh, they got me. Because you know, when KJ left, she gave a nice speech. You know, who uh, left before KJ? They gave a speech. Hey, y'all enjoyed. Jordy, yeah, the Joker was like, "Hey, man, y'all enjoy it, have a great time." Josh was like, "Bye, I'm out here, <laughs> I'm okay, done, <laughs> down here. I looked at some of his uh, the when he went over to the their their version of our Ponderosa, yes, and I looked at some of his video. I was like, "Oh, that looks so familiar." When well, you go over <laughs> what happened to you, and that's the thing about it is emotionally you're spent, and you're just at that time you're like, "Just let me get some food, and just some <laughs> let
1: me get this food in me."
0: Yeah, Mark was like, I mean, Josh was like, y'all can kick rocks with open toe shoes. I'm out of <laughs> here.
1: Well, that sets us up for our final three. We started off with 24 castaways, uh, more than we usually get in U.S. Survivor. We're talking 46 days in the game. This has been a super long game, and it brings us to Mark, uh, the the general, the returning player. The the man who met his wife on the game of Survivor, who found multiple idols, who has really been leading the game the entire time. Shay, who has been playing from the bottom from the get-go when she teamed up with Brianna and the rest of the tribe's like, nope, we got to focus on those two. She's a challenge beast, won the most individual immunity challenges all season, found an idol, actually found two advantages. One led to an idol. The other one, she got beat to the dash by Chrissy. And then it comes down to Chrissy, the, the person who knew nothing about the show. She called Tribal Council Tribunal Council, um, and she didn't know what purgatory was. She didn't, couldn't even say purgatory at the time. But Chrissy was able to grab two idols in the game and stuck with the majority alliance throughout pretty much playing the entire social game. So going into the final three, Abraham, who did you think? was the best setup to win the game? Was this Mark's game no matter what? I, I still – I still like Shay. I did too, yes.
0: I still like Shay because Mark just really aligned well, had opportunities presented itself. but I like the ones that's fighting, and Shay was fighting. She fought those last two immunity challenges, wins, and, she, hey, she beats them out to stay in the game. Yeah. She gets into purgatory. She comes back. And she's not on the shopping block. But I think there are some times where Shay could have made some moves if KJ and a couple of the ones that got voted out before her had all teamed up. They could have got Josh and Mark and them out there a long time ago, yeah. back on day 30. But you let them ride and they made it to the end. Now you're competing against them. So for me, my one is going to be Mark. Shay is going to be my number two. Or I'm going to go with Shay number one and Mark number two. I like them <laughs> both.
1: And Chrissy in third, in your opinion.
0: Chrissy's the
1: whole third now, regardless. Um, We start off the final three. Mark shares an incredible story about when he served. And he keeps having this memory pop up about one of his friends who died in in battle. And Chrissy had this line, this sweet line. She's like, hey, maybe these new memories you're going to make will overshadow that one. So that was a cool moment. I just had to shout that out there. Um, It was when all of them were just sitting on the beach, really relaxing. And then Hmm. they come back. And I'm sure Abraham's going to have something to say about this. They get a final three. Oh, well, no, no.
0: You no, okay with, with that, that one? Okay. They, it's always happening in us survivor too, where you get a chance to take a break from the game and kind of yeah. reflect your journey. you got a chance to reflect on your journey. You made it to the end and you kind of get a chance just to camaraderie and, and really get to say, there's no gameplay left for us. There's nobody else left to vote out. All we gotta do is talk to the jury. Let's enjoy these last moments. Uh, I know we've we known in the US we're burning down the whole tribe. Uh, when you say <laughs> that setting on fire. Much more, so. much,
1: we're yeah. much more aggressive over here. But let me just you are okay with the feast at the merge and at the final final three, yeah, right? I'm, Those are the only times that there should be a feast.
0: When you when you brush out KFC doing the middle of the tri- during the middle of a challenge, no, I'm not, I'm not You were complaining about that all all season, Abraham. Is the Their fact that they had so much food. Hey, hey, look, they didn't show them enough of those rice and beans. What else <laughs> they have just beans? I need to see more beans, less good food.
1: What would you rather have on the island, uh, rice or beans, if you could only have one? I'm
0: going with rice. rice. Rice is a lot, it's a lot more heartier than some beans, so I'm going with rice.
1: The beans probably don't taste as good as, you know, just me sitting on my couch thinking about it. I'm like, the, the beans have to taste better than the rice.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, when you're hungry, it really makes no difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, with rice, you could cook fish. You get fish and rice. I mean, you can mix it with something. <laughs> Same thing with the beans. You could throw, I mean, you could do. Look, when you're hungry and that's all, coconut and rice is good. You'd be all right. Well, we, let we oh, popcorn. I never knew you could popcorn coconut. Really? Yeah. So we took the lid, a hot lid, cut up the coconut, and you, and you just put it on there and it's kind of it gets toasty.
1: It it probably didn't matter what the taste was because you guys were so hungry. But how was it? it was pretty good. I was I was surprised. Um, so you would have survived on the the coconut popcorn.
0: The period of time I was there, I was done with coconut. I, I, just, I don't <laughs> think I eat that coconut now. I was like, because we was drinking coconut. Out the, I was like, I'm done. So uh, it's 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 good. I'll say that's good. But um, some things you eat on Survivor, you kind of stay away from for like a year or two.
1: <laughs> that understandable, <laughs> but we get to one of my favorite moments of the season. Abraham, you can see the smile on my face right now. Final tribal council. I always love the final tribal council because I think it is so entertaining to watch.
0: They weren't their final tribal council was a lot more tamer than some of the U S final. Hey, tribal we've talked
1: about this. U S players are more aggressive, more bitter. More oh, mean and vicious.
0: They put a, they put the P in pay. Some of them would <laughs> just pay. So they, I mean, Khan's question was, I was like, okay, Khan, that was, a, that was a pretty good question. But then no one really asked questions to Shay.
1: Nobody liked Shay. I do want to say real quick before we get to that. Um, they all started off giving speeches. And I thought Mark's speech was phenomenal. It was really oh, yeah. good. Shay's was not good. That's the nicest thing I can say about it. Shay's was not good. Um, and then Chrissy's was okay, but that's, that's how I thought it was kind of like Goldilocks and the three bears. When you're looking at Chrissy's speech, you're like, this speech needs just a little bit more. Um, and then you looked at Shay's and it was like, this speech is not enough. And then Mark's is just right. If that makes any sense.
0: Well, that comes back, you know, Mark has probably spoken in front of people before. Mark has already said what his background is, which allows him to be able to communicate and read people. Um, I mean, you look at the nonverbals as you're talking. And he pretty much has waited four, almost five years to give this speech from yeah. the last time he got voted out. So I think he already knew how he was going to present his game. And Shay, not playing before, getting up in front of tribal council. You're just talking. You're not really Trying, you're just saying, Hey, here's the things y'all saw me do. You've seen me, you've been here. I shouldn't have to remind you of a couple of things, but also we only see the edited parts of the time they all spent together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting how it plays out.
1: Shay even said in her interview she wished she could go back and redo her speech because she's like, It wasn't good. Did Shay mention how many times she won the challenges and stuff a little bit too much? of the jury because it could come off a little gloaty if you keep saying that's the only thing you say about your game. I won challenges. I won challenges. I won challenges. Did she say it a little bit too much?
0: I don't think so because I think at the end of the day, Mark had to win challenges. Josh had to win challenges. I think they all won challenges. What I probably would have said if I was Shay, look, in order for me to be sitting here in front of y'all in the jury to have an opportunity to give this speech, I had to compete from the bottom starting on day one. Everyone assumed that I was a threat. And I got voted out, sent to purgatory, came back, competed, and still made it to this position where I'm in right now. So I probably would have highlighted how I got to be there and sit next to Mark. But again, I would have voted Mark out eight people ago. He would have been gone. Yeah. Because yeah. you knew if, if you take Mark out there and put KJ there, guess who's the winner?
1: Uh. I don't think so. I think Chrissy would have won because you mentioned it, how no one asked Shay anything. If you noticed, Shay got asked one question from what we saw. She got asked more, probably, but it's how the edit and everything. She We saw her get asked one question, and it was from Michelle, I believe, who asked the question, and she basically said, grade your game from 1 to 10 on how good of a game you played, with 10 being you played a perfect game. And Shay said 8. And you instantly saw Jesse, you know, his face was like of total shock that she said eight, the audacity of her to say eight. And then you saw some other people on the jury that looked angry that she said eight. And then she even bumps it up to add salt to the wound. She's like, well, actually I'd go like an 8.5. 8.5. I
0: was like, Hey, (laughs) but she, Hey, she's there. You're not Jesse. You can't, I mean, you had an opportunity to be there, but you got voted out. Yeah. So in order to get there and that's the thing about it is, You you got people that are petty because in human nature, we're petty. So (laughs) the Survivor didn't change it from being petty. That won't vote for you just for that reason. So we know Sam was going to vote for Mark. Yeah. There is no way in in the world Sam wasn't going to vote for Mark. Now, everybody else had to be convinced to vote for Mark. And to me, the Joker appreciates gameplay because we know exactly who voted for who. But the they played. They competed in Survivor, and they really competed, so they respect that. And that's really what you do when you're trying to decide on who should be the millionaire winner. Did you compete in the game of Survivor against a group that's sitting up there to get to where you're at? And you look at it and say, okay, who, who did the best in my mind? Because I could be petty that day, and um, I'm not going to go for it.
1: Well, it was just – I think it came down to Chrissy. It was between Chrissy and Mark, in my opinion. I saw how people reacted to Shea saying 8.5. And I said, there's no chance Shea is winning this game. Shea was a lot like Xander. I think Xander played a great game. I think Shea played a great game. But for whatever reason, the jury just refused to vote for them in the end. And I don't know what it was. That's why I think if it was KJ, Shea, and Chrissy, I think KJ might have won or maybe Chrissy. But I just looking at the jury I don't think they had any desire to vote Shay. None. Even no, even Josh man. says even even Josh said if he did not vote Mark, he would have voted Chrissy.
0: And that and to me that's just some of the pettiness because Josh was out to get Shay for the whole time he was on the game. So I don't I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but every vote that he got a chance to hit KJ or Shay, he hit him. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and again, we only see a snippet of their day in and day out activities. You never know. And Ben could have done something before he left where they was like, "Nope, we hated Ben, and we gonna never vote for uh KJ." So you never know. And that's the, that's the thing about it is, and one thing Mark kept in mind was he had an ally, and back there at their their village, that was like, "Hey, you know, Mark sent you home." Mark, hey, who, who got you here? Mark sent you here. Josh, who got you here? Mark? Mark got you? Okay. So that was building up. I think the only one that really just had a lot of time was Khan because mm-hmm. Khan had been there for weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we forgot about Khan. Khan had been there so long, he was switching outfits like nine times. I was like, okay, Con, I see you in your red night. But here's the thing they, he's there and he's like, okay. You're seeing because when you're doing that part, you're only seeing what unfolds at that tribal council. Unless somebody comes back and tells you what happened and how things happened, you don't know any more information than the next person knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was definitely, I had the feeling after the jurors, sorry, jurors spoke, I had a feeling that Mark was going to win here. I just felt like there was no, I didn't think, and we're going to get to it. I didn't think he would sweep the vote, but it just didn't have that feeling if anyone was going to walk out as sole survivor other than Mark.
0: Look, Mark is well-deserving of sole survivor. Great game, great season. Um, And I'm glad to see where he, he really showcased his knowledge from the first time he played until the second time. He played a patient game. He was methodical. He was thinking things out. And, like, for instance, compared to Chrissy, she was like, I'm just going to go along to get along. Yep. Shay, <laughs> to me, she battled. She battled through the challenges to get there and not get Chris- – actually, Shay is the reason Josh got voted out.
1: Shay, Shay is my second-place finisher. I'll just throw that out there. Um, because, technically, I don't know if you knew this, Abraham, Shea actually got third. I don't know how they did that, but she's she's kind of bitter about it too, which she has a reason to be. So yeah, well, they didn't get any votes. Yeah, no, she didn't. But I don't know if they did something behind the scenes where they like asked the jurors if you didn't vote Mark, who would you have voted for? And that's how they decided. But how they list out is they listed it, Mark finished first, Chrissy finished second, Shay finished third.
0: And see to me, I'm about to use my favorite word,
1: that's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I was so disappointed Survivor. to see that.
0: Yeah, in the game of Survivor, in the title itself, got it back yeah. here. It says, "Outwit, outplay, outlast." Shay outplayed Chrissy. Period. Hands down, she should have been second. There well, you no could,
1: you could say, you could say Chrissy outlasted Shay because Shay did get voted out.
0: So then well, it just comes out once, and then she came back out of purgatory. Well then
1: then it just comes down to outwit if you're comparing their games like that. If you're no, comparing no Chrissy and Is, How many how
0: many uh challenges did Chrissy win? Uh zero. And who actually found the, uh hidden immunity idol for it? Croc found it. Croc well no Chrissy hey. found one herself. She had this, two when she did got she, play?
1: she got the podium idol, the very first episode.
0: Oh okay, yeah. But well, she, she she knocked Shay out of the way. I forgot about that one. Yes. Okay, then that was gone. Did it ever get played or did Croc take it home with him? Croc took it home with Croc. him. Croc. Croc took it home with him. So it never got played in the game. So you never use that. Yeah. No. There's no way <laughs> in the game of Survivor that Chrissy outbeats Shea for that in rack and stack. Mark can be number one, but Shea definitely should be number two. No questions about that.
1: You know, casual fans would be like, who cares? There's only one winner, which is true, but th- it does matter whether you come second and then third.
0: That's why they're casual fans. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly did you
0: like <laughs> there, there, there's a reason why you want to be second versus third let me tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. so continue to be a casual fan but <laughs> yeah. there's a difference between second and third
1: definitely definitely
0: uh we do get a cool moment before
1: we really dive into who won and really go in depth into his game and everything uh we got to see harry uh their child sam and mark's child and uh sam's mom on a, a TV in a tree, which was
0: what? <laughs> Australia Survivor has a lot of sentimental moments in its in in its in, this, in this whole season, but its ending was an emotional basket case because I was like, "Okay, we just had the phone calls, now yeah. we got a video and with, then family." Uh, yeah, I was like, "Okay, this is
1: this is different." Did you like the family being there? Which. None of them expected it. They were still in the middle of COVID. So none of them expected to have any family
0: members there. Kind of sort of because that last tribal council is truly for the players. It's great because you can't have everybody's family member there.
1: Yeah.
0: So it kind of says, you know, I would prefer like we do ours, or we did ours, where they come back in that final tribal council with the wars is read off in an auditorium with all family and friends are there. That's the (laughs) best way to do it, yes. Yeah, to me, you kind of... I I didn't... I I liked it because of the way how it presented itself, but I would have said no. Mm -hmm. Because you can't have everybody that at least the group that's still there. You didn't bring Khan's sister or his family members back. You didn't bring KJ's kids or her family back. And KJ had just got voted out. What if she didn't? I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where If you can't do it for all of them, I wouldn't do it for the group that actually was that close.
1: Oh, I disagree. I think this was amazing. Have family members there for when you read off a a life-changing, possibly uh, half a million dollars
0: for 45 days. You've been sleeping in the dirt. You ain't got no real deodorant on. Come on, man, quit playing.
1: (laughs) I always—that's my biggest question—is the smell. By the way, just so everyone knows that there, my big—if I could choose one inside that I want on Survivor. I want to know how bad everyone smells.
0: Randy was like, no, nah, no. Nah, I love the loved ones being there. The wife be like, what? Did you wash was no. You just say,
1: look. <laughs> Shay told is- Ben, Shay told Ben, she's like, do not smell me. Don't smell me.
0: Your hair is dirty. You've been, you've been washing in a river with mud in it. Quit playing. <laughs> <With some laughs> leaves. What are these leaves? What are these leaves y'all been working with all this stuff? You got these leaves. I mean... I mean you may be, you may have dirty fungus on your or something. You got your clean family members rubbing up against you because they love you. Ben was like, I still love you. I'm like, man, you she might want to dip her in some water, man, and some soap, man, beforehand. But that's just me. Abraham's daughter would play
1: the game and he'd show up. Nope, don't touch me. I love you, but don't touch me. I'm all clean. <laughs> My daughter
0: would be like, Dad, I love you. I'm glad you were here. Let's 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 get back at the camp. Let's let's do it then. <laughs> uh,
1: but let's finally talk about our soul survivor none of us picked him none of us were right but we were talking about him all season because he played a perfect game and what i mean by perfect game is i guess you can say not a perfect game because he did receive votes i guess the ultimate perfect game would be you never received any votes but mark swept the jury which to me is a perfect game if you can sweep the jury um well deserving this is a well deserving winner for what has been a really good season, Abraham.
0: It's uh, it's 40, 47 days is ruling. And Mark and Shay and Chrissy and Josh, for the most part, and KJ have been there for 40-plus days playing the game of Survivor. I'm talking about sleeping outside, dealing with the elements, dealing with the critters, and you're competing on this game here. That's a long time. So, Mark, kudos to you for – Becoming a sole survivor, second for coming back to play again and winning this time versus being voted out, and just to have that—you know—I said I'll take the sole survivor title. You can keep the money for a day <laughs> or two. I want money too, but the just to be able to compete and win, to be a part of that club, um, is outstanding. So, kudos to Mark, man, for winning. Um, kudos to everybody for for getting out there. All twenty-four of the cast that came out to compete to play survivor and to have your loved ones out there playing with you. You know, Mark was still there playing and Sam was still in the jury. So they were still there together. Uh, Josh had his cousin still there. Um, Who else was down there? KJ's sister was gone early on. Pretty early. Jordy and Jesse. Yeah. Jordan and Jesse got to hang out in jury together. So that was a unique experience to have your loved ones there and to be there because their Survivor is way longer than ours. Oh, if
1: you compare, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This season, we we did, what, 29 days? 26
1: days, and they I'm sorry, did 46.
0: We did, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of soft these days. <laughs> um, They basically did 20 more days. Let them know, that. Abraham. Let them know. Soft. <laughs> um, 26 more days, 20 more days than what we did. Yeah. And, I mean, just competing against those challenges. Their challenges, to me, are more grueling than our challenges are. Um, and but just to be out there so Mark you endured a lot uh, his size became a factor because he's a bigger guy needed more food um, I know they showed food it like every time I saw the win it was food but I understand that that's just a small portion one time <laughs> you get that on Tuesday you still starving until Thursday so it, it's a it's a great I enjoyed this whole season Mark well deserved
1: Uh, It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible watching Mark come back and play again. He learned his lesson. But one thing I want to say here, I don't want everyone to forget Sam. Sam played an incredible game and she sacrificed she really did sacrifice her game so that Mark could keep two idols in the game because all they cared about is one of them winning. And I got to say some of this win goes to Sam, but Still, Mark played – I've been talking him up all season. Mark played such an incredible game. I've never seen – okay, I take that back. It's one of the best seasons that I've seen. I was going to say I've never seen a season played so well, but it it is one of the best seasons that I've ever seen played.
0: Now, if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think Sam could win. Really? Nope. I think she could have. No, because Mark had a center. He could center himself. Yeah. He wasn't all over the place. And the way they edited Sam was that as soon as stuff wasn't going right, she's all over the place. I think she would have been an easier target to vote out yeah. than Mark. I think she would have got voted out. Um, and she just couldn't. Towards the end, it's, you got to be a lot more calmer. And I think Mark just participated in being at Cobb Center. Had they both been there, they would have definitely been one and two. But I think voting her out and putting her on the jury really helped to continue to talk Mark up as, oh, did you see what Mark did? He doesn't. Well, Mark did it to you. That's how you got here. So you're working both sides, which Mark says, okay, we can work both sides after she got voted out. So I think that was one of the things that really helped him. Not his game. He still had to play the game, and he played an excellent game. But he at least know he had one vote. Sam was going to give him a vote regardless well, of somebody else.
1: Well, let's see if Mark still would have swept The juror votes if Abe and I were sitting on the jury. So Abe, knowing what you know, who would have got your your final vote? I'm voting Mark. So he would have got Mark's vote and he would have got mine, too. I would have voted Shay entering the final tribal council because I am so impressed with how she played from the bottom the entire time. But her speech just lost me. And Mark's speech was so good. Then I would have had to vote Mark as well.
0: I'd have, gave, I'd have said, hey, we already know Mark's going to win, but I'm voting for Shay So she can I know get she second. Was, hey. Yeah, so she could get second. Because uh, to me, she played a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at how you play to get through. Because, I mean, the whole time you're on Survivor, it's like a landmine. You never know what you're going to step on. You, know who, you never know what you're going to step on. You she know was who's gonna always,
1: step on you. always targeted, always playing from the bottom.
0: And to win the last two immunity challenges – Shay controlled the destiny of Shay for those last two immunity idols um, to allow her to be sitting there. You can't ask for anything more than that. You still got to win, you know, Chris. That's
1: what's impressive is Mark relied on allies to kind of—I don't want to say carry—but he had support. I mean, Shay had no one the entire game, and she she made it to the end.
0: Now I don't know what the vote would have looked at if Josh, Chrissy, and Mark would have been sitting up there. And because I think Josh would have represented himself well, he would have said, hey, look, here's some things that I've done. And they would have showcased. To me, Josh could have beat Mark. It would have been was, close. It would have been yeah, really close. Right so we know you got the vote of Sam. We know Josh got his blood once vote. But I'm I'm, I'm kind of split on the twins. I'm kind of split. KJ is not vote for Josh. So, we you know, <laughs> if Josh kept, she, she I ain't I'm not saying she's petty. She's going to be petty. But Josh voted her every time he had a chance. So I wouldn't vote for him either. Con, um, I'm just Con has been out of it so long. I don't know who Con would go for. I think he would listen to the stories and say, "Okay." Who I think represents-
1: Sam. I think Sam had a big, uh, inspir- What's the word I'm looking for? I think Sam Con more- would know where. Yeah, that's what I'm. I think Sam had a big influence on who Con would have went with because they were pretty close.
0: So you kind of say. Josh would need to take Mark. Josh and Mark, had one of them had to go. And he, Mark, kudos, man. You did the right (laughs) thing. Got rid of Josh because Josh should have got rid of you a long time ago.
1: So we talked, we talked, um, Mark, we talked Shay. I know you said that she was, she had no chance, but we do have to mention Chrissy here. It was impressive to go into a game you know nothing about. And she did play an incredible social game. And she was in the, the majority alliance almost throughout the entire
0: thing. Now, I don't want to take anything away from Christy's game. She played a hell of a social game. When it comes to voting for who's going to win half a million dollars, in that particular race, she wasn't a contender. Yeah. But as far yeah. as getting to the final three, I'll applaud her as well because you too had to survive the landmines of the game of Survivor to get there. But at the end of the day, we're still looking for someone that competed and got through something to get there. Because think about it. If Mark didn't do anything, guess what? He wouldn't want Yeah. So, True. and that's the game of Survivor. You're looking for somebody who competed. And she did. She had a good social game. She even said that her social game was her game. She said she had the strongest
1: social game there. She kept yeah. saying if, if the winner is based off who had the strongest social game, you are looking at your winner. I'm your winner.
0: And I think she figured out her game. I don't know how it would feel because you voted out Croc who brought you to the game. Yeah, (laughs) I I would. Croc can't
1: be too happy about that.
0: Yeah, I would feel some kind of way about being voted out over somebody that wasn't blood (laughs) to remain loyal during a game. I'm like, ah, no, because I know everybody else kept their loved one as long as they could. Mm -hmm. Nobody voted out their loved one. Except for Chrissy.
1: Uh, No, uh, Nina. Nina voted out Sandra.
0: We know that was coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for hey, Nina. Yeah,
0: I had to call no, you out there, Abraham. We, hey, we knew that one was gonna come. I mean, you had no choice. Yeah, eventually you were gonna take you're gonna take her out. I wish Nina had had an opportunity to play longer in the game. I would have loved to see. Oh, I, wrote, think I, remember, I, th- I think she'll be back. I,
1: I think she'll be back.
0: Yeah, I would love to see how far she would have gotten in the game. Uh, from the little snippet of what we did see, great gameplay. It just that it ended too soon due to an injury, not being voted out just to an injury.
1: Well, we talked about the cast. It was an outstanding cast. Another phenomenal cast. One of my favorites. I will just put that out there. I don't know if there's many people from this cast that I would not love to see again. Um, juicy Dave. I, I, I really <laughs> hope he goes back out. I'm going to beg him whenever I talk to juicy Dave to go out and play again. Um, but the thing is the, um, un- Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but breaking news, if you haven't watched the Mark interview, um, I asked Mark, like I do every castaway, would you play again? And I asked him, would you play a third time? And Mark is the first person ever to tell me no. He said he had the nice story arc. He thinks it's complete. He's got nothing else to prove. Um, So unless something changes, it sounds like that might've been the last time we've seen Mark play the game.
0: That's the thing about it is he He's he's grueling on the body to be out there for 47 days. He has a young child and you won. Yeah. What, what would you go back for to win again? That's and no and chance if you don't win, win. You,
1: it's a disappointment.
0: Yeah. So now he, he did say, because I did look at uh, Randy's interview. Um, <laughs> he did say that Sam probably would go back.
1: Which I would love to see Sam play without Mark.
0: Well, you know what? Sam pulled off one of the biggest moves this entire season.
1: Stealing an idol. Yes.
0: Not just stealing the idol, manipulating the other loved one, the Joker, into not saying that I have the idol. I said so. It's a two-parter. And then had the idol and they allowed Mark to go further in the game. So to me, Sam was instrumental in that. So I would love to see how she would do by herself in a oh, game one- where
1: there were so many iconic moments. Looking back at the season, you had Sam stealing Jesse's idol. You had the whole Jordy telling everyone that Mark and Sam have two idols. No one believing it. You had Brianna going through a, a tackle box day two in front of everybody. You had Croc and Mark going head to head. Godzilla versus King Kong. You had all the Batman references. I truly do not understand and everyone has their own opinions and everyone's entitled to have their own opinions, but I'm seeing so much on Twitter and stuff of people saying one of the worst seasons ever, you know, it's kind of a mix. A lot of people are saying amazing season, but then you have a lot of people saying this season was terrible, uh, too predictable. I don't understand it, Abraham, because I'll just say my opinion and that is, I think it was an amazing season. There was so many iconic moments that I'm going to remember
0: forever. I like to give a shout out to Ben for that one challenge where he was the only one holding on and the, they won the entire the water tribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that he was a beast. Here's the thing about it is it's easy to have a great opinion from the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy because until you feel it, you really can't say, what was easy, what was hard. And here's the thing about it is, if you bump your knee in Survivor, you don't get to go home and say, well, you know what? I'm going to put some ice on it. So no. But here's, and it was, To me, it was a great season. They had great challenges. The tribal councils were unpredictable. You had alliances like you always have. You had purgatory. You had twists. You had turns. I mean, what more do they need to do to say, hey, this is the game. I mean, what, what else would you like to see? That's that's, the, that's always my question. Even for our season, what else would you like to see? We're on Survivor. We're playing. Just be but-
1: happy we have the game of Survivor. I do have to ask you, Abraham. I am th- i wasn't going to ask this question, but I just thought of it, and I want to start doing this um, every finale episode we do. On a scale of 1 to 10, and this is in honor of Michelle who asked this question, how would you rank – how would you rate the season now that you've seen it, now that it's played out? I'll give you just a quick second because maybe this is recency bias. I'm giving it a 10. I I think the storylines were amazing. I thought the twists were amazing. I thought the cast was one of the best casts I've ever watched. It was outstanding. I don't see how you get better survivor than this. I really don't.
0: You know, Coming out of Fiji, man, and realizing what it takes to be a part of the whole franchise of Survivor, I'm gonna give it a 9.5, and my point 0.5 is because of food. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the food. Because of the food, it was it was too good. It was just too good. They'd be like, "What happened?" It was just too. It looked too good. It was like it was too much. Um, but let me tell you something. As far as how they put it together, um, the retrospect with the loved ones, and even the ending, uh, having family members there, just having them to be able to share that whole experience with them. You know, we saw some things that we don't see in U.S. Survivor, but I've also seen a game played with a larger group that had great twists and turns in it. You know, at first I was like, are they going to find an idol today? What's going on around here? <laughs> but it was like Juicy Dave and Khan find an idol. But it was in order for it to really work, they had to come together. Mm. You know, um, the clues and stuff. And, you know, just the whole twist. I enjoyed the season, so I'm going to give it a 9.5 minus the food. But – uh you, I don't think you could ask for a better season. I don't think you, I, I can never, and it can because we had to, they did it against ours, compared season 41 with 38 and 23. And yeah, was it harder? Every season of Survivor is unique in its season, those players are unique to their season. And I can't compare against James in China, mm-hmm. I wasn't in China, I don't <laughs> know what he was. And I didn't change some of the stuff from China Survivor to the when we played in Fiji. I didn't take stuff away. Except for the fact we didn't get no rice. <laughs> I don't really know what that was about. But uh, great season, great players. I mean, when it first started, I was like, these are Australian. I don't know these players. They're not – they had a whole different day and yeah. time zone. I got to look at it on Monday. It's already aired.
1: I gotta, oh, you're gotta... hooked now, Abraham, aren't you?
0: Yeah, and I'm looking, I'm like, okay, this is a good one. I'm at work. I'm like, no, I got to look at this. Hold on, what are they talking <laughs> about that? me? will be all right. And, I mean, you fall in love with the characters. You relate to the characters. You know, I wanted to see Croc go further. Um, I'm going to take Mark as my second because I had Croc as my first. Uh, I would have loved to see Ben be at the end. Um, ben with Shay, I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, but those are the storylines you like. I wish we could have saw them. They didn't happen. K.J., I applaud her for, for going as far as she did. I mean, it's just it's – just, I don't know where to get that from. They're on the chair. So, I'm not <laughs> even
1: Yeah, well, I'm just saying, if you're really being negative, all I got to say to you is, aren't you happy that we have Survivor? Why do we have to be negative about it? It's not going to be perfect to everyone. And I think, Abraham, if they're being negative about it, I, I think it really just comes down to their favorite didn't win. Josh yeah, got I, voted I, out or something. Just apply
0: <laughs> yeah. you feeling that froggy about it put your application in take a chance you definitely
1: know. apply um well they hooked me abraham i will say that no word on the next season of survivor australia we're gonna have to wait i found out they do one one season right. a year which is sad to hear about so it might be next year uh but abraham they've hooked you too right you're officially a, a australian survivor fan I'm officially Australian
0: Survivor Plan. Hey, look, we ought to fly over.
1: Oh, man, we got to take a trip over there sometime. I I do have to say, it has been an honor. I mean, we've talked about the season and all that, but let's talk about you, Abraham. It's been an (laughs) honor calling this season. This is our first full season together. We covered it all the way back at the cast assessment, which I can't wait. I'm going to give that a listen sometime just to see how wrong we were about everyone. But we... We, lit, we started with the cast assessment and we've gone 24 episodes through this entire season. And I, I just want to thank you for joining me and taking the time to, you know, chat Survivor with me throughout this entire journey.
0: Hey, let me tell you, for the folks out there listening to this podcast, Randy is the leader of this podcast. Um, oh, he reached out to me at the end of my season of uh, Survivor. I had no idea who he was. He was among the rest of the <laughs> just some fan. That's it. And I was like, hey, can you say, hey, you want to come over and do the podcast? And at that time, I wasn't a podcast person, had never done one. And I said, hey, you know, I'll test it out. I'll give him a shot. And like he said, we have been together for an entire season. Australia Survivor and the start of U.S. Season 42's Uh survivor and he is the instrument of all of this. He makes all of this happens. He reaches out. He puts our schedule out. He, he, Hey, look, he, he cues us in when it's our time to talk. He makes it <laughs> so it all flows. He, 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 he cuts this up. He puts it out there for you as listeners, just to have a understanding of how survivor comes from my perspective of being on the show. Um, but from his perspective, as a fan, looking at the game, and talking about something we both love, which is Survivor. So kudos to you, man, because I wouldn't be talking about Survivor as much <laughs> if not for you reaching out to me saying, hey, would you like to come on my podcast? So thank you for inviting me on the podcast.
1: Are you Survivored out yet? Now that we're a full season in, are you ready to go for our Survivor 42 recap tomorrow?
0: <laughs> I, ain't never, I ain't never taking my sign down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Look, it's, it's, it should have been down. It's like, no, nah, no. Nah. Every time I gotta do something, I'll be like, "Nope, my my survivor sign is in the background." You know, I got my new mic. I got my I got my ring light up here. I'm, I'm getting into this podcast thing, mm-hmm. but I always you, Randy, because you was like, "Hey, let's do it." Will, I don't forget about you. Shout out to you as well. <laughs> shout shout um, out to Will.
1: He's still still full
0: time, which is why this this trio
1: works so perfectly because you have uh, the perspective of Abraham, someone who has played the game, knows what it's like to be out there. You know, we all sit on our couch and everything. And we're like, what are these players? You know, they're all stupid and stuff. Abraham knows how difficult it is there. You know, they don't get the edits. They have no idea what everyone else is saying. Um, you get my perspective of just being a fan of the show um, and being, a, you know, someone who's watched it for so long. And Will is still a young, you know, he's a young fan of the show.
0: Who And Will applied.
1: I saw and, his application,
0: yeah. Will apply. applied. Will and, um,
1: you, Will and I have both applied, yes.
0: It's funny because, you know, when I was on the couch looking at Survivor, I said the same thing about everybody. <laughs> I was, was so like, stupid. what are they doing? But when you go through the experience, one, it's a bonding time with uh, your whole cast. Um, even – and the, thing, but the funny part about it is, like, Nasir was on your last uh, podcast. I didn't get a chance to talk to Nasir until after we came back from Fiji. Mm-hmm. So we're already back in the U.S. the way the game is set up and played. And we've been we talk all the time. You know, I'll be like, hey, Sarah, what you doing? But we, <laughs> we have the ability to reach out to each other and see how each other's doing, check up on each other. You're bonded for life. Some of us are. Uh, I talked to Brad last last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going out to the ranch. I'm going to hang out with Brad on the ranch. When can I get out to the
1: ranch? I need to talk uh, to Brad and get out to the ranch. It looks fun.
0: Uh, we're going we gonna to pop Brad on, next. Brad to come out to the ranch. It's out in Wyoming, man, so it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> still be <laughs> think, fun. I've uh, never been to Wyoming. <laughs> it's like a three-hour – it's funny. I was, I've was i been to Wyoming. I gotta. We still got to drive like three hours from Denver to get there. No, I don't think it's so. that long. Maybe I already have maybe two hours.
1: Oh, man. But, uh, I'm going to look you know, up how long it would take me to get to Wyoming.
0: It's uh, the Rockin' 7 Ranch in Wyoming, and you just meet – we we were friends for life because we shared in this experience, which is great, man. I think it's the greatest thing.
1: Let's see. Um, well, I didn't say it'd probably take me, it'd probably be like a seven, eight hour drive.
0: Yeah, uh, it's in the middle. I've been to Washington <laughs> before, so I kind of know it's, it's going to be in the middle of somewhere. But we're going to go out there, a few of us are going to go out there and hang out for the weekend. Uh
1: oh, man. Well, we uh, that's going to be super fun. I'm jealous. I am jealous. Well it has been an incredible season and I wouldn't ask for anyone else to join me on these recaps other than Abraham and will, Uh, but the podcast continues to grow. I know Chrissy and Mark have both said they would love to be guests on the podcast let me just say to anyone who's listening to this anyone from the past season when you're a contestant of survivor you have open invitations to come on the show anytime you guys would like to join us don't forget to go vote on the torches uh the link for that is in our instagram bio go check us out on instagram at survivor now podcast and on twitter at survivor now pod as well as you can get video versions of the interviews and some of our other podcasts on our youtube survivor now on youtube abraham it's been a journey man we're not done yet we still have the recaps of uh season 42 of survivor but is there anything else you want to say as we exit and end the the talking technically we're not done i forgot to mention that too More more well in terms of survivor closing the chapter on blood versus water i forgot we're not done we've got more interviews coming up so stay tuned for those and uh, even next week, next Wednesday, we are going to – I can officially announce it. Uh, I hope I say her name right. We will officially be talking to Mila Goodchild. She is the sister of Brianna and her father, obviously. She's the daughter of Juicy Dave. So we're going to be talking to, to Mila and get her perspective. When they were competing and she was over here, she played for Duke women's basketball team – Um. Three-point sharpshooter. I can't wait to chat with her about what it's like to actually have family playing the game while she's over here in a whole different country.
0: I know. My mom was like, hey, I'll put your stuff in the newspaper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to get her. We've got so much more interviews lined up. But, yes, is there anything else you want to say before we kind of close this chapter of blood versus water and the recaps of this season?
0: Hey, great first season. I look forward to some more. Uh, we got Survivor tomorrow, U.S. Survivor tomorrow. Looking forward to that, man. And just Hey, just a great time. So, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this whole experience, so appreciate the opportunity.
1: It's a great time to be a Survivor fan. And, of course, man, love having you here. Last thing I'll say, just congratulations, Mark. Soul Survivor, Mark. blood versus water. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Go check it out. Go check out all our other podcasts and we'll catch you guys next time.